0: Welcome to the Legacy Speaker Show. Today's topic is all about evolving to professional speaking. Um, It's a little bit of a flipping the script, okay? Because Jasmine Haley invited me, she wanted to interview me, and I said, how about we flip the table, okay? How about I interview you? Because you have been doing such an extraordinary job, Jasmine, of telling the stories of powerful speakers who have such important messages to share with the world and I thought today would be fun to get a little bit of the behind the stage action right a little bit of the behind the scenes action on your journey as a professional speaker so let's rewind the tape a little bit because I think that sometimes we take for granted right the things that we know about the speaking industry and I think it would be great to give folks a little bit of a behind the scenes peek into kind of what got you motivated to become a speaker and how did you start your journey? Whew. I didn't even know professional
1: speaking was even an option for me. It was not on my radar. I had no clue. In fact, when I was in third grade, I was like, I want to be a teacher. Like that was it. The extent of speaking in front of individuals was teaching. I went, I wind up going into uh, dentistry and specializing in that. And I decided that I wanted more time with my family I wanted to be able to get out there a little bit more, a little bit with more ease than working the clinical route. So I went into full-time education. And what I didn't realize was that that experience was going to open my eyes to some internal work I needed to do because I wind up being in a very toxic work environment. And shortly after, maybe two years into that toxic work environment, my mother died unexpectedly. There was no time period to get uh acclimated to that happening it was just sudden and i lost her and within a year of losing her while i'm still in that toxic work environment i had one of the most painful experiences i dealt with when my body decided to give up on me basically that's what happened and when it did my daughter saw me in that moment and what it was for me was really a moment of shame because I knew something was wrong. I kept going to hospitals. I kept going to the urgent care and they were telling me negative results, but it was her look that made me realize something is wrong here. So that was the catalyst for me to start the work, to actually start my business and leave, leave my, leave my place of employment. But during that time, I was also volunteering at a nonprofit association. And of course, like any other overachiever, you like to join and and get a position. (laughs) I got several of those, okay? (laughs) It just wasn't enough to have two kids and also teach full time. I also joined a nonprofit association. So I wind up working my way up into serving as the vice president, which is eventually the event planner. And I got a chance to work and actually help an organization plan events at a hotel, at whatever location they decided and we had to select the speakers. And that got me the opportunity to see what speakers were actually being
0: paid. Okay, okay, okay. So <laughs> I'm <discussing. Stop laughs> right here cuz we hear, you know, a lot of folks when they want to get on stage, it's it sometimes can feel maybe it's a little ego driven, right? Maybe we want to be in the spotlight. Maybe it's deeper than that. Maybe there's a message to be shared, but you've kind of hit me to the whole business side of of speaking that there's actually a paid speaking industry when folks are looking to go from free gigs to paid gigs it's a whole new ball game so you bring a really interesting perspective having sat on that side of the table of you know folks who are organizing you know speaking Um, engagements. And so would love a little bit more of your perspective If you could just peel back the curtain a little bit and give us some insight into what that process looks like. Yeah. So what,
1: one of the things that we had to determine was what topics are we going to choose and what topics are going to one, address the needs of the audience. So the topics that we were choosing were related to continuing education. So they needed it for licensure renewal we also wanted to look at how well were, the, were these speakers received? Like, what was their reputation? What did their assets look like? Okay, everything that we're building out in my program, what were their assets look, looking like if we didn't have someone with firsthand knowledge of experience them as a speaker? We also took into effect like what could create the best experience for the audience because our money for those events was dependent on us being able to secure legislators for our association. So every person in attendance was necessary and crucial for us to move forward. So we didn't just want people that were corporate speakers that came in that were already sponsored and it was gonna bore everybody to death. (laughs) Cause that can happen, right? Not everyone's an amazing corporate trainer. We wanted dynamic people. We wanted people that can draw in a crowd. And even if they weren't well-known, what about their subject or their pitch that they were handing to us would be something that would be a benefit. And so I was able to be a part of those conversations. I was able to hear what other people were thinking. And what I didn't realize at that time was that I was collecting all of that. Like it was being stored in my own mind as as I started eventually being to a place where I was actually pitching myself to speak, or I was hosting my own event and trying to curate an experience that attendees will continue to talk about to their friends and their friends' friends, because eventually that's gonna lead to more growth. And that's what associations are looking for when they're looking for speakers. And then when you look at that in a deeper way, it just makes you more appreciative of what it is that you're putting out there as a speaker.
0: Okay, so you're inside the mind of that event organizer, you understand exactly what they're looking for. You're also working with and advising speakers who are looking to pitch, right, to get on more stages. So can you just break that break that process down? When you say assets, when you say speaker collateral, what does that even mean? Okay, like what, what is needed to stand out from the pack when you're looking to really get your message out there and, and make a bigger impact um, with your speaker biz?
1: Well, I'm gonna give you both sides of it because in that association or that nonprofit work, I could see who the speakers were, right? In a national selection committee, you don't always get a chance to actually visibly see. Sometimes they try to take a little bit of identifying marks out, right? To as much as possible. Sometimes they don't, right? You kind of know who they're talking about when you're looking at these, so. When it came when it comes to our assets, what we what we have, it could be a one-page or it could be a media kit. It's their website, right? It's your asset is also your reputation, your character references that happen within there. Um, occasionally somebody would have a reel, right? And that will be able to kind of see their cadence and hear their voice and a little hear a little bit more about their story. So all of these are powerful things that could be utilized, especially if you're not in a place where your brand is widely recognized and known. Once you get to a place where you're being referred everywhere and you're, you're widely known, it's, it's, I feel like it's, they hear your name and that's it. But for the most of us who are in the speaking world, we have to lay the groundwork for a relationship to be built. And that's
0: why those assets are so impactful. Okay. So so you're making it sound simple. Okay. So I'm going to just, you know, give folks some insight. I recently got an opportunity to uh, spend some time with uh, fellow speakers at your recent um, legacy speaker retreat. And um, I just thought it was incredible how you pulled together those stories. You pulled together the real, you and your team, right? Creating the messaging, the marketing collateral, the video that speakers, lectors, right, could be able to use to be able to make an informed decision about who they want to bring on those stages. So describe for us a little bit about that, that experience, and how your heart methodology really prepares speakers to put their best foot forward when it comes to really engaging and capturing the hearts and minds of those key decision makers.
1: Yeah, so I I created this experience because I know how busy and crazy it gets with just day-to-day life and running our business and just whatever else that we may throw on our plate. And I have found over the years when we are in community and in this said community, we are connected with others who are on the same path, who are there wishing for us to do well. It gives us that extra boost that we need to keep moving forward. And so by hosting the retreat, It gives the individuals that opportunity. But most importantly, we're not playing no games. There's no distraction. There's no reason why we can't come together and knock out one, refining your presentation skills, working on the monetization of your business, like really breaking that down. What does that look like? It's beyond just that one signature talk. What comes after that and actually mapping that? And being in a place where you can talk to others on the same journey and and kind of give that back. So one one of the important tools that I want people to understand is when they learn the heart methodology, it's really meant to give them transferable skills that could be used anytime you're using your voice, anytime you're out there sharing, if you're on a podcast, if you are um, on on an in-person stage, a virtual stage, you're able to clearly and concisely speak on any topic and be able to transform or inspire others or send people in the direction that you want. And so we have opportunity to practice that, but we also have time to grab the collateral that's needed so that when you go out there and you pitch yourself and you start sharing your message on stages, you have a place to direct people so they understand how you can
0: serve them. Absolutely. And your expertise actually extends beyond the stage, right? Given your academic background, given your insight in how to make curriculum impactful, right? Mm -hmm. Folks are out there doing trainings and workshops, right? And the organizers don't just want a sizzling message, they also want the impact to drive transformation within those organizations. And so you combine that all together in such a beautiful way that they feel equipped on the stage, right? In those training sessions and even with media opportunities as well. So getting clear on that message has an impact that is felt well beyond you leave the stage, right? It's kind of that gift that keeps on giving in, in many ways. So I'm curious, like, what you cooking up next, okay? Because you, you, sometimes you're like the Energizer Bunny, okay? I'm over here, <laughs> I'm, you know, trying to just get my work-life harmony going. I look up, and you're, you're all about it, right? So let the people know what do you have coming up. How can they engage with you? What are the opportunities they have to really take their speaking game to the next level? Yeah.
1: So I want y'all to know that I firmly believe that we should not wait for anyone to give us a table. Or say stage, say it again. I firmly believe that we should not wait for anyone to give us a table or a stage. And so, when you watch me, I want y'all to know that I practice what I preach. And so, what I have cooking up is no longer waiting for nobody. <laughs> I'm going on tour and I'm going to be sharing my heart methodology helping people get the clarity that they need. I just had an interview about this with another amazing speaker coach. You need to have clarity to make those coins. Everybody wants, or everybody wants to know, how can I get paid? You need clarity, <laughs> you need strategy. You need to lock things down and stop going on Google and all these other places and figuring it out, right? You can save so much of the heartache it takes if you have clarity. So on my, our speaker tour, We're going to have these mini workshops in four cities. You're going to get a chance to work with me and we're going to knock out. What is that signature talk you're going to use? How are you going to monetize that signature talk? And what are some presentation skills that you can gain right now so that you can feel confident when you start going out there and pitching? And I think there's a part that most people are often waiting for. Like they're waiting and it's like, no, you've got to get the clarity right now and then build your own stage. Go out
0: there and pitch and share. A little birdie told me you're coming to the Queen City. okay? so Charlotte Charlotte is getting excited. Tell us what are the cities that are going to be on this legacy speaker tour. Let the people know so they can plan accordingly.
1: Yeah, so we're going to Charlotte, Chicago, Mm -hmm. San Diego and NYC, baby. That's my hometown. (laughs) So we're really excited, um, just got another registration last night for Chicago and we've got some people coming and I am just thrilled to just create this environment for people to be able to thrive, meet one another because what people don't realize is that speaking does require relationships. There's been plenty of times I have referred other speakers, I'm referring my clients for speaking gigs, um, people have referred me it's, it's really about the relationship. So meeting in person is to co- acquire those relationships as well. The connection, the collaboration that can come from that, not just the strategy that you're going to learn from me, which is also very valuable, but you never know who you may meet in that room that can provide that next
0: opportunity for you. So Jasmine, you have had an extraordinary journey, right? From being behind the scenes, right? Organizing, speaking engagements, selecting speakers to being on the stage yourself and delivering powerful keynotes to now paying it forward and developing other speakers so they can take their powerful messages out into the world. If you could leave them with one inspiring word, I know you're always heart-driven and inspiring and have gems to share. If you could leave them with one word of encouragement, Today, what would it be and
1: why? I will say whether you join my program or not, don't wait. Don't wait. There's never going to be a perfect time. And I have made the resolution that all of the gifts that have been instilled in me are going to be out there. I, wa- I don't want to carry anything with me to the grave. I want to take every single blessing I've been given within myself and bless someone else. And so I want you all to consider that, that every time you show up for yourself, you're extending a part of your legacy with others. You're blessing others just by your presence and by sharing your story. And some, and some are waiting to hear that story to help set them free so they can do the same. So I will say to you all, don't wait.
0: Woo! You heard it here first, right? You heard it here first on the Legacy (laughs) Speaker Show. Jasmine, let folks know where they can find you. Give them all the deeds. give them all the information. Where can they find you? Yes. So they can find me at
1: jasminehaley.com. I'm a Jasmine without an E. <laughs> as you can see on the screen here, you can go to It's Jasmine Haley on IG. You can find me Jasmine Haley on LinkedIn. Um, I am available via DM as well. So yeah, that's it. I just would love to hear from each of you. Tell me your speaker goals. If I can't help you, I got plenty of people just like An Yeti, who does her amazing work with licensing. And there are plenty of people out there that can help support you if I'm not able to do so. So.
0: Right. <laughs> and if you want to hang with me and Jasmine, okay, yes. you with me and Jasmine, we are opening up a couple of spots, okay, for our speaker swag VIP day. So you're welcome to drop a note, DM us, let us know. Um, we would love to have you join us if you're looking to leverage your speaking in corporate spaces. Yes. All right, Jasmine, thank you much so much for sharing your powerful story, and looking forward to catching you out in these internet streets. Thank you.